Hey, welcome to the Church League Podcast. Today we talk about an incredible American story in golf. Uh, we talk about the NBA playoffs, obviously, and then we also draft top athletes of all time. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be really controversial, and there's going to be a bunch of hot takes. Let's get started. Hey, we're back with the Church League Podcast. Roman, hanging out with Corey and James. How you guys doing? What's up, man? I'm doing good, man. Real good. This is take two, um, in all fairness. But I think this take two is going to be a whole lot better than the first take. Yes. We didn't get super far, but no. like, sometimes things happen. Yeah, I had no. to update my LinkedIn account. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> I think I'm going to put together like a compilation of like clips of us having to like restart and you get like all of the things that we have edited out of the podcast. Not all of the things, please. Not all of them, but a lot of them. <laughs> Every now and then. I, yeah, some you, of them. You like, have a LinkedIn account? Yeah. I never I've never had a LinkedIn account. You know, fun fun story about LinkedIn is that I had a LinkedIn account and um I I only created it so that I could for whatever reason the company that I worked for, MasterCorp Throw them right under the bus. They were the they were the worst. Um, they uh, it was a well they 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 hired people to like clean like um, timeshares. Hold on, dude. Okay. Master Corp. Master is the name. Corp. Yes. And they have people that are cleaners. Yeah, they ended up actually getting How's sued because fly? they they hired um, illegal immigrants. Like this is true. <laughs> anyway. That sounds, I was hired for the summer to like. That update. sounds very pre Civil War. <laughs> Didn't expect that coming. Huh? Right. Well, I was hired for the summer to. Uh, to like update their database with like how many you know how many like actual rooms there are for yeah. you know in in the buildings and um the like my like direct supervisor was like excuse me I'm going to need you to update your LinkedIn account picture because we're linked and your picture is um not professional and to be fair it was me like with a hat on and it was like up and I just like <laughs> like my thumbs were up mouth wide open like I look stupid and so I just Put a more silly one up with me with like a duck costume on. That sounds like um, it's at Spring Mill. We sing um, Father Abraham and we do the yes, the thumbs up, mouth open. And literally, that so was, you were doing that. That was pretty much okay. my my yeah. And so he well. Siri, Siri also agreed with that statement. Um, yeah, and I ended up he ended up getting real mad at me. Um, this guy was also an elder at my dad's church. Ooh. So fantastic. Wow. Do you know if you do the Father Abraham song in front of a mirror? That oh. at the end you could see your reflection of yourself <laughs> on the other side of the mirror. Mirror world. <laughs> don't don't Google that. We took a we took a field trip already before we even started recording this morning. Just you guys do me a favor. <laughs> I have a lot of questions because I don't <laughs> apparently understand mirrors. If you put a piece of paper up next to a mirror and like you put like a small object behind it to where you clearly can't see the object from the other side. Mm -hmm. But you go, you go to like the edge, like and you look, you can still see that object on the other side. How does that how does that work? I'm confused. If you're confused on, on what we're talking about, come to the office. Roman will take you into the bathroom and show you exactly what we're talking yes. about. It's a fun little field trip. It's weird, but it's it a true is. statement. I don't understand how it works. Someone the, please explain it to me. The brain is a marvelous thing. Yeah. Um, yeah that's one of the things you just got to let go, you know? Yeah. I probably. Either um, that or you're going to be hanging out in the bathroom all day. I'm going to be... I'll probably... Yep. There, with, uh, there are a lot of those people here in Virginia Beach, I'm sure, though. That hang out in the bathroom? That are enlightened and they're trying to figure out the mirror world. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Mirror world. 
I, be careful what you Google, by the way. <laughs> um, so um, we had some, there were like very specific people that made a big impact on sports um, that had things happen um, this past week um, or the past couple weeks. Um, one of them being Carmelo Anthony. He retired. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a debate because him, he wore 15. Jokic wears 15. He played for the Nuggets. He played for the Nuggets. People are saying that they might retire his number. I think that would, in my opinion, be dumb, but I'm interested to know what you guys think about that, specifically yeah. for the Nuggets. Well, I, th- I think it's interesting. We're talking about significant people. We're doing a draft on significant people, too, yes. so that's yeah, exciting. Um, you know, Carmelo, he changed the trajectory of the Nuggets. I'll say that. Sure. So for their organization, the Carmelo conversation is different if he played for the Celtics first or if he played for the Lakers first, right, yeah. if he played for somewhere else because, you know, he's not – He's not on the Mount Rushmore of players for those organizations. But for the Nuggets, he's one of their greatest. And so that's really what the 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 jersey in the gym means for any organization is who are our greatest people, unless you're putting a number six up there for the all-time greats for other organizations, which is weird to me. I'm not, yeah. not to knock – is that Bill Russell? I think so. Not to knock that um, decision by the NBA, but I don't know. I mean, like, what is – what do your rivals think about having right. a representation of someone who be, who beat you in the finals? Who knows how many times? I mean, stuff like that. But yeah. I think I think it's a I think it's a realistic conversation for the Nuggets. If he played for the Pacers, I would say yeah, we should probably think about putting his jersey in the Raptors because we don't have that many jerseys in the Raptors. I guess when I think of Mellow, though, I think of like Knicks Mellow. Yeah, the Knicks. Right. Like, yeah. He was better as a Nick than he was a Nugget, right? But he did get them to the playoffs every year he played for them. I think. Um, yeah, I guess with the first round, and they lost every time. Yeah, and he play. was a number three overall pick for the Nuggets, right? Sure. So, like in that I mean, class, he's a big, not... great player. Um, I, I, when they when he announced his retirement, I was like, hold on, he's still playing. Like right. he hasn't been on a team, or he hasn't been active on a team, really, in a couple of years, anyways. Yeah. But he was actually on the Lakers roster last year. He was. I'm not going to talk disparagingly against Carmelo Anthony because his son. They're trying to get him to go to Indiana. Yeah. So, <laughs> Carmelo, you are the greatest. You need to be on the Mount Rushmore, and your son needs to follow your footsteps. Because um, he was a great college player. He was. Like, he changed, and that's not probably not part of this conversation, obviously. Sure. But him at Syracuse changed how I look at teams winning in the tournament. Like, yeah. I, I would I would look at teams and, and you know, fill out my bracket for the March Madness and, and think I need a team that has all these different components and then a Carmelo Anthony Syracuse team comes in they had other good players yeah but then I had this epiphany one good player can get you all the way absolutely if they're that good yep. and it blew my mind I'm like hold on this guy um just one person could do that and then so then I started looking for that who's that one dominant player um you know the, the Miller from Alabama this year was sort of that yeah. um you know we had some other guys who were like oh wow that one player could carry them so i mean he was he was legit good shooter um didn't he marry um MTV um host I, hostess so to be fair Carmelo Anthony is like one of my least favorite players of all time okay. i've like thoroughly hated watching him play I think he pulled off the headband pretty good. He was, oh yeah, I'm, you know, <laughs> I love these takes. I'm, I'm okay with it. Roman's like, absolutely not, and James's like, hey, he's got he's good yeah, headband no, game. I, so, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say that he was a bad player, but like the the lack of defense, the pouting, the whining, not a team player, not a team player. Yeah, like, I get it. He is, he is shoot first, think about the actual good basketball play later. I can't, like, I can't stand that. So does that have something to do with the 2003 draft? 
Him and him and LeBron the same way, you know. I don't you think know. LeBron shoot first though? Um, I mean, he was last night on the very last play, and then people criticize him because he's, which is a crazy take. We're gonna talk about we'll talk about that later. Sure, sure. No, I think LeBron was a a team first because coming out of high school, you weren't just that bold, right? I mean, he did have to establish himself in the league. He did have to prove that he was going to be that guy. Where Carmelo came off of a championship is like, I am the man. Yeah. Which isn't isn't a bad headspace to be in. I mean, that's most of professional athletes. Yeah. They have to believe that they're that good. Yeah. Um, you know, Carmelo, I think the telling sign is when all these super teams got formed, there are all these rumors that Carmelo would end up with LeBron or end up with his friends on certain teams. And some of that worked out, but not because they really worked hard to get him there. And most of those situations not really in his favor because I don't think he was a good team player. Right. But I don't want to make that judgment because I don't know his character, and I still want his son to come to IU. So he may be. So after 19 seasons, though, would you rank him in the top 20 or 50 no. or any of those? I think he's top 75. I, I, right? I mean, like the list, he for scoring, sure. Yeah. But like, I, mean, before, I don't know where he is on the all-time scoring list, though. I should probably before the um, before the game last night, they were talking about it because the Nuggets are playing, right? And they said I think he was a top 75 voted top 75 all-time basketball player yeah so he's he's at um he's he's oh so he's 10th he's 39 behind moses malone for ninth so he only needed 39 points oh to be ninth so he's 10th all time in scoring oh, that wow. changes some of the conversation um but that's the only reason he would make the hall of fame for me not for literally anything else that's the yeah. only thing that and if that's what gets you into the hall of fame did he win any championships no no, no. So they just got teams in the playoffs and scored a lot of points. He scored a lot of points, and he made it to the first round a lot. <laughs> like, didn't really yeah. win the playoffs. He'll be in the Hall of Fame, though. He's going to make it to the Hall of Fame because... Just because of that scoring. So yeah. if so, then if you're the Nuggets and Carmelo Anthony goes into the Hall of Fame, are you I'm putting that jersey I'm up I'm not retiring Raptors? his number because Jokic is currently playing, and he is already a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Like, but, there's no question. So that's, a, that's the other part of this conversation. Did the Nuggets give Jokic 15... Despite Carmelo Anthony, sure that's so. part of the conversation that's going around this right now. <laughs> I, I hope sure that hope was so. not in their their boardroom when they had that conversation. That would be fantastic. But someone in that room would have to say, what "Carmelo is? Anthony wore this number. Is that a number we would retire?" Or they're just not thinking about that. And the Nuggets may not be thinking about that because how many how many jerseys are they thinking about retiring? Right. I think e- easy way to solve it: Knicks and Nuggets just paper rock scissors. Whoever loses puts the number in the Raptors. Right. Have the Lakers Whoever given loses. out? Either of Kobe's number since he left? Uh, the Lakers. So. No, you can't yeah. do that. Right. Um, you know, Jordan, Excuse the me. Bulls haven't had 23 on anybody else. And no, these are the greatest of all time, right? So yeah, those are no say, brainers. I'm not comparing Melo to either one. No, of those no. Guys. But but at least in that process, there was, a, there was a time before those jerseys went in the rafters where that organization would have to say, we're not going to put a jersey, that number on somebody. I don't, so, think, I don't think Melo had that sort of impact. Yes. Yeah, so the Nuggets. <laughs> some point, I don't know how many years after he left before Jokic came, which is probably how many years did he play? 19? Something probably like that, yeah. 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Because Jokic hasn't been in the league that long. They had all that time to think, and they're like, no, we'll give this guy 15. Yeah, I think, I mean, in my opinion, Jokic has already had a bigger impact on the Nuggets than Melo ever did. Oh, sure. Um, and so, at that point, That's no. easy to say today because they're in the finals. Sure, but I mean, he also has two MVPs, in my opinion, should have won the third one this year, but that was never going to happen. For multiple reasons that I won't get into, but like I think um, Jokic with his two MVPs, his ability to pass, rebound, and score pretty much his team like player whenever yeah. he wants. Um, he's never played with an All Star. 
there have been teammates that he's had that have right. been all stars when they were somewhere else. Yeah, but, but a current. never was he ever with a current all star. Even Murray hasn't hasn't been an all star. Right, All-Star, exactly. Which blows That's my mind. That's what I was kind of thinking when you were saying that. Murray yeah, no, he hasn't. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, he sat out a year with the with the injury. So like, yeah, I'm not um, saying Murray couldn't be there, no. yeah. but he has never been. And so you know, you're talking about somebody who's like, hold on, Aaron Gordon was in the all star dunk contest. Yay. <laughs> So I know, is he still <laughs> growing? I feel like every time I see him, he's bigger. Dude's he's getting swole. Dude is yeah. swole. He looks like the ultimate, like, if I'm going to build somebody to be a defensive player against LeBron James, I'm going to Like NBA build, 2K, I'm you're building, building Aaron out. Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. I, hey, I respect that part of his game because yeah. I mean, he, he, hit, he hit a couple shots, and then we'll go into this game, but, like, he does, he is adjusting his body. And professional athletes in football, they're more known for this. They well, put on... 300 plus pounds or whatever to be a lineman and then yeah. after they get out like Jeff Saturday he I mean he looks like a normal guy right you lose yeah. all that weight because carrying that weight was part of the job um, good on Aaron well, Gordon um, speaking of that Zion Williamson in his contract cannot weigh more than 295 pounds it's probably a good or thing. he loses millions with of his shoes on 295 total I don't know what all that is with but like <laughs> dude's got to actually play for that it's a matter anyway um, the next story is Jim Brown um, tragically passed away yep. at the age of 87. 87. Um, and, I mean, obviously, you know, for some people, one of the greatest running backs. Some people say he is the greatest running back of all time. Um, this is before my time. So I, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I know a whole bunch about Jim Brown other than I definitely know the name, and I've definitely seen some highlights. Um, but that was a big deal um, through the NFL. Like, a lot of, a lot of guys – you know, you know this. This makes me sound. I feel like really millennial, but like a lot of guys like tweeted about it. A lot of guys were talking about it in particular. Um, but what I do know is that he obviously had a tremendous impact on the league and a whole lot of people. Yeah, um, for we, several different reasons. We had um, one of our elders talking about Jim Brown the other day before he passed, yeah. and was encouraging my kids to kind of look it up. It, it's definitely. Um, one of the good things about media today is you can go back and check out these videos, check out players from before our time, and see how good they were. Anybody who could have the Browns as a relevant team yeah. was a good player. Um, unstoppable um, on all accounts from, from what I can gather. And then, reti- retired at 30. Yeah. And then in college, he scored 43 points on six touchdowns, 197 yards against Colgate in 1956. 43 points he got alone. That's nuts. And only on 197 yards. I mean, that, so just a really dominant force. They retired early, and a lot of that was the business side. Um, a civil rights advocate, a- activist, advocate as well. So, like, um, there's a, a lot of his personal life wasn't just defined by football. So much bigger, um, bigger than that. Um, it was in some movies and things. So I think that was part of his retirement story, wasn't it, Jay? Yeah, he retired because um, Modell threatened to fine him if he missed some training camp, and he said, I'm out. I'm going to pursue my uh, entertainment career. And he played in a very yeah. racially charged time. Yes, he did. So he was, a, he was like one of the greatest of all times, playing in a time where there wasn't a lot of respect given, given to people of color, but, they, but uh, he was putting respect on that, on, on, on athletes for sure, um, because of his abilities, those gifts that he had. 
and then um, he chose to make his life more about just being known as a football player. So that's a that's a really cool thing. You see a lot of athletes today who take their gifts and abilities for granted, right? And want to be known for things that aren't quite as stellar. And um, it's dis- disappointing. Um, John Morant has been in that conversation for us for a few weeks. Absolutely. Um, where, you know, he probably has not the size, and, and, and maybe it's apples to oranges in the f- football to basketball as, as far as what they do. But um, a transcendent athlete for sure, and then has all that influence and is using it for the wrong way. So, man, Jim Brown, just a not a perfect human being. Um, everyone has their things. That's one of the, the things about being in the public light is you can um, you can have all the the good and the bad sort of brought out there, but he managed it in a way that that the world still loved him, and I thought that was important. So not only when he was good, he was good, but when he wasn't good, maybe he had some character issues and things that he dealt with. He he did those he did um, he did right by those things, and he kind of um, he. he the fans were able to continue to follow him and respect that. So, I mean, that's, Inter- that's cool. Interesting take on that 43 points in that game. Seven. He kicked seven extra points. He was a place kicker in that game as well. That's stinking awesome. Man. That he said, he lettered in four sports in college. Football, lacrosse, basketball, and track. Dude, sweet. I mean, that's impressive. I mean, just to be like, hey, listen, I'm going to do everything for our team. Yeah. That's um, what a time. What a time. Um. So speaking of impact, um, for those of you that m- may have heard, Brooks Kepka won the PGA Championship, but yeah. no one cares. Not a single human being is really talking about Brooks Kepka winning it and talking about Michael Block. Hey, Bryson DeChambeau haters cared because you could hear when Bryson would hit the ball, and he's uh, playing a couple of groups ahead of Kepka. You can hear him go, Brooksy! Like people were just trolling him all day long and he was relevant in that thinking of getting fourth, I think. Yeah. So I mean it would have been interesting to see that. I'm I'm all about petty golf and right now and not live golf, PGA petty golf, because yeah. I, I don't care to be petty about how much you're getting paid. I want to be petty about the fact that you don't like each other. <laughs> I think right. that makes it a little more interesting times. So a little bit of um, background on Michael Block. He is a PGA Pro at at a at a golf course, so he gives in, lessons in California. Is that in right? California at Arroyo Trabuco Golf Club in Mission Viejo, California. Um, he's been doing it for a hot minute, and uh, this is his fourth or fifth PGA Championship. That he's actually qualified for, so he's playing it before. Never made the cut. Um, at this point, uh, obviously, we know that he made the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually tied for fifteenth which is incredible. Um, in the second round, he was only one stroke off the lead at one point, which is crazy. I think he shot 70, 70, 70, and then 71 71, in the last yeah, day. in the last day. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where the guy is so likable. He was emotional about the things that had happened. I mean, you could see it was so genuine that, like, you, you – I don't know. You wanted to root for the guy. He said he was surprised that he won over the fans. Like he knew his story could be something that people could get excited about, but he didn't realize that people were actually paying attention. Right. And then the fans were really on his side there at the end. I mean, the ace at hole 15, I think that really, that makes this story a story, right? If it's just tied for 15, it would just be a name, but that big play hitting a hole in one, 
Um, and the whole, that whole scenario was really cool too. I don't think he even realized it. Well, he's with you know he he didn't really he was like did it really go in like he could tell he didn't really believe it. He and all, on the tee box he's like hugging Roy McIlroy yeah. and it's like this is a crazy. Oh moment, yeah, the dude. fact that he's like Roy did that go in and he's like talking to these guys. I mean yeah. what a what a surreal moment. There's immediately a movie being made about this right I now. I hope so. There yeah. should be and um, you know there were you got to see a bunch of and he had a phone call um, for this for for the next tournament coming up. Um, and he's like, hey, I got to tell my boss that, like, I'm not coming back home. He said, I'll do payroll by the phone on Monday, yeah. but I'm heading to Texas. Yeah. I mean, and I he also said, I'm going, he was, I guess, um, hanging out at a restaurant or a bar before, and uh, people didn't know who he was amongst all the other people. And he yeah. said, I'm going back, and I'm going to buy rounds. People may not, still may not know who I am. Right. But um, that's a dangerous game, by the way, because <laughs> there's a lot of golfers that'll be there for that. But um, that, that hole-in-one was not just... Not just a hole in one. He dunked that thing. It was straight in. So yeah, like that's crazy. that's incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, three hundred and fifty one yards directly into directly the in the hole. hole. Not Impressive. a not a fortunate bounce or a roll in or hit the pin or anything. It it almost destroyed the cup. Like yeah, they probably it's, had to delay play for a bit. Um, it was just a, it was such a cool story to watch and like just to continue to see it unfold. You know, a lot of the times I see that and then you think that like at some point they're gonna fall apart or they're gonna have some sort of like ten like, cup moment. And I actually thought that was about <laughs> to happen on hole eighteen yeah. of the final round. And he, I mean, he had a, I mean, a dinner plate size place to land his his little chip shot and it, it, it had to be like in the rough and let it roll out yeah. I mean, or, or else it was going 40 feet past the hole i mean and like him and his caddy also was super clutch the entire weekend it was mm-hmm. crazy um because it's not like he has a caddy yeah. so this is a guy that he meets there um and he chips i mean hits the spot i mean Perfectly. I mean, then he has an eight footer, which is the most terrifying putt I can think of in that moment because <laughs> right. it's one that you're like, yeah, he should probably make that, but also like in that situation. Yeah, yeah. in that situation, I know I'm, I'm pulling that thing three feet left and it's going twenty feet past the hole because I'm terrified, yeah. right? And he, I mean, he drains it. Golly, it was which qualified him for the PGA Championship next year. Um, he made two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars, getting tied for fifteenth. That is like. They, they, there was like it's close to a ride at about 1900 lessons that he gives nice yeah and then his wife was like you're gonna start charging more i was the 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 after the round the interviews with him it was just really cool to see he said his goal was to win that trophy they give a trophy for top um like club pro yeah and so he he said that was his goal to win that trophy and you could tell he's a working man just by his like He's got the tan. He's been out oh, yeah. at a, about it. I mean, it's it, it's not like he's one of these tour pros who kind of get out and play golf and, and then they're living kind of a cushy life. He's yeah. really working hard. Um, he's a manager of men, and he's he I mean, he cares about that um, the course that he works at. So it's just really cool to see. Um, it makes guys like us feel like not guys like me because I don't think I could ever even imagine oh, being yeah, in a no, like no a, a, a important round of golf. But um, uh, what's what's really interesting? You say that last putt. You know, you maybe have a hard time not just kind of losing it at the end and, and hitting it way off. Like I think he's one of those guys that has that mental edge that sees himself as a champion. 
Yeah. And maybe maybe the timing didn't work out or the physical, you know, things didn't work out. But he had the moment and I think that mental fortitude for him makes him a great athlete in that moment. Yeah. And that's what's cool about sports is anybody in a moment John Daly's a great example. Not an athlete for any other kind of sport. Yeah. Maybe uh, an offensive lineman. <laughs> right. Uh, he could have been a first baseman. But, but he comes in and he um, had the mental fortitude, not uh, n- not all the other gifts, but to, to win a big championship. So, like, yeah. you think about what it takes to be top of your game. You talk about some of these players like Jim Brown and some of these others who have done that, Carmelo Anthony. They all had that decision in their head that they're going to be the best. And even in this moment for this one tournament, that guy at 15th, yeah. that was his best. I think it's really cool. We talked about that a little bit on Sunday about church. Like, what's your good, what's your better, and what's your best? And, you know, there's a season for that in life. And what, you know, as a young man, you know, you may be, you may have been better at basketball or better at tennis or better at pickleball. And then at some point, the physical stuff ages out. But what's your best at that new season? Yeah. And I think it's cool to see someone who's maybe out of their prime in golf, which the prime in golf is a lot longer. Sure. But, uh, but it was just really cool to see an everyday man kind of have that big moment. Yeah. Um, speaking of the hole in one on 15, there was another hole in one from uh, a disc golf competition, a disc golf tournament. Um, That's a good lead in. Lead in. You're called the Beaver State Fling. It's mm-hmm. in it's in Oregon. Um, her name uh, is Jennifer Allen, and uh, it was a- it's actually the first hole of the round. So it's hole hole number one, um, 345 foot ace. Jeez. Um, and it may not seem like 345 feet may not seem like a whole lot, but like that is no, that's pretty far. Like that's me. Like I, I play disc golf like pretty regularly by no means do I think that I'm super good or even good in general. But like if I were to throw 345 feet and like that's a rip, like I'm throwing pretty hard Yeah. and she made it look pretty casual. It was super, like super impressive. It was in the last round. Um, she was only up, like she ended up winning the whole tournament. Um, well, I was supposed to say you can only go down from there. She was only up by like a couple strokes at that. I mean, like, so it's not like that was an important hole. Yeah, um, that's cool. Everybody else on the card birdied it. I mean, it's not like it was a difficult hole, but the ace is kind of crazy. I've been playing at so, the wrong frisbee golf courses. Yeah, because most of the courses I play at are like in woods. Yeah. So like to be able to to have a sight line for any kind of shot like that's nearly impossible. Right. To even have or, thirty feet of or, open field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or all the the. The frisbee golf discs I throw have a magnet toward trees. No, trees are ninety percent air or something. So you're just you know like <laughs> not the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I uh, it, no, it, I agree. It's interesting. I th- I think frisbee golf is a fun sport. It's yeah. a fun different season of your life sport. Like if your if your knees aren't there, or maybe your back, and you can kind of you can kind of still be competitive in something. Yeah, I think frisbee golf would be really fun if they combined frisbee golf. And um, and the dogs that catch the frisbees oh, yeah. at the same time. Oh god! So there's a dog hanging out in front of the chain the whole time. No, just yeah, like no, it. yeah. It's so like the like windmill. You're about ready to hit plot. that 300 plus. You know, <laughs> dog comes out of nowhere. Ace, the dog comes out of nowhere and grabs it, and you're like, man. Yeah. I mean, some some defense, like yeah. can jam a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I do like def- I do like 
Wait, wait, wait. There's defense in Can Jam? Is there not? Have I been playing that wrong this whole time? Can you play with doubles? Well, no, not defense, but you're smacking it into you're the Oh, it okay. In. Yeah, yeah well, then offense. offense. So yeah. maybe you'd have, um, have your other player there kind of <laughs> tipping it in. Get that out of here. Man, Can Jam would be so much harder, but honestly, like a lot more fun. These two people like tackle, tackle Can Jam. What's to stop you from making defense on Can Jam? Um, the rules. If you don't know Can Jam, check it out. Yeah, it's a great game. Grace Roman got Grace and my son a Can Jam set for his birthday, and then he comes to school. And some kid at school gave him a can jam set for his birthday as oh, well. Nice. It's like, what's well, super popular all of a sudden? <laughs> so now we're blessed with two of those. That's exciting. It is. But he He's, got his from me first. Oh, yeah. Right? There's oh, a, okay. All I've right. got a picture on my phone of him and Harrison wearing the can jam with their eyes out. And yeah. They look like, um, <laughs> That's awesome. like Among Us characters or something That's on the fantastic. beach. It's awesome. Um, all right. Speaking of defense. Defense. Uh, LeBron James didn't make the final shot to get swept. <laughs> they locked him up, man. Because Aaron Gordon's still did. growing. Aaron Gordon, I think, Murray. honestly, Murray came. The Murray help was fantastic. It may have been a foul. I can't believe it wasn't called a foul. I can't believe it wasn't called With a foul. With the way that game went, <laughs> that it, game. I thought there was going to be ejections right. on that play. Um, but he obviously came over, got some help defense. But honestly, I think if Aaron Gordon didn't tip that ball on the way up, there's a good chance that it, ball it was going in the right direction. It was yeah. nuts. Um, LeBron James so stinking strong. But it didn't happen. I do appreciate after that, LeBron James did shake a couple of hands before he took off. Yes. He's not a handshaker. No, he's not. That And I'm not – I don't want to be the old guy in the room, but it, it does bother me that he just disappears. Yeah. You know, and, um, and doesn't want to be there for the postgame stuff. But I – what was his deal at halftime? Remember, he like, oh, he left early. I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, he was changing his jersey. Like evidently, I was like, come he's on, he's stinking gas, dude. Thirty-one in the first. Probably half. got an yeah. IV. Probably got a who knows whatever. Else. Yeah, man. I mean, I need an energy bar. I think what would suck about being LeBron James is that even Nothing. if he if he stays on the court at the end of the game, he's going to have six cameras do nothing but follow him. Sure. And maybe and and like this is me this is me wanting to assume that he's a good person. Maybe he's like I'm gonna go off so that those cameras can be where that needs to be and that's on the people. No, that, that I like won. that perspective. I I hope I don't think that's what it is. I think at times he's a sore loser. Well, that happened last um, night. I mean, he missed the shot. They go to LeBron and I'm and all these other guys are celebrating and I was like, what are they celebrating for? And I realized they made the finals for the first time. Yeah, and like I want to. Yeah, so um, we're talking about the Lakers Nuggets. Um, I cannot believe that it was a sweep. Um, I, I do, I'm, I'm not surprised the Nuggets won, but I the a four a sweep is nuts to me. Yeah. Do you think they sw- would have swept the Warriors? No, I don't think so. I think the Warriors would have matched up a little differently on defense for sure. I think I think the Warriors matched up against the Nuggets significantly better than the Lakers. It's amazing how matchups matter. Yes. Yep. Hundred percent. I, I don't I don't know that there's any matchup not named Joel Embiid for Jokic. Yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, I'm assuming that the that the Heat are going to win, and it's also going to be a sweep because hey, at home. Boston's our only chance to see right. a, a 3-0 comeback. So here it comes. But I don't, I don't think the Heat stand a chance again. I, who do they have to guard Jokic at any point? Bam out of bio. That's who we're. I mean, Jokic. Bam. That's he's like the weight of Jokic's left leg. They like, haven't played Haslam at all. Yeah, because he's because, a 45. So they're saving him for the, the championship game. He's, he's going to play three minutes and break a hip. <laughs> they were shouting for Haslam yes. at they the end of their last game, and, and they would not bring him in. I was like, come on. I mean, I kept watching it for that. They it's make a 30-point game. They like, bring in Haslam. Finals, he's definitely going to play at least get a couple at, minutes. at some point. Just, uh, yeah. I will say, I'm not going to say that the Heat don't have a chance because – Good night. They're in, they're an eight seed. They're going to be in the finals, mm-hmm. and I thought they didn't have a chance against any teams they played, and here yeah. they are. So, 
it'll be interesting to see. And the Nuggets still have to play like they've been there. Sure. And the Heat feel like a team that have been disrespected. I will say, um, the first half of that game, like we were kind of texting that the fouls were, I mean, outrageous. That, and that's the story of the Lakers the entire postseason was just free throw disparity. It was definitely that way against the Warriors. Um, and I, it it feels like, and LeBron made the comment, like, we don't practice that. You don't really, I guess it's not even something you really have to practice. You just, like, flail your arms and kind of fall back. That is, like, a, that is the thing about LeBron James that bothers me the most is he sells contact. Now, you have guys like Amon Shumpert who do interviews after they're done playing in the NBA, and they'll say, yes, he has moments where he absolutely sells contact. He's like, but what you don't see is the amount of contact he takes sure. every time he goes in the lane that never gets called because he doesn't even flinch because he's so big. Yeah, so it's interesting, this series in particular, um, I'm watching LeBron James and Nikola Jokic um, LeBron throws that mm. forearm shiver into Jokic yes. every oh, time he's oh in the post, gosh, yes. and not just pushing him away, but releasing his arm yes, like absolutely. he. So he's creating a foot to two foot of space. Yeah, well, that should when, be a call every time. It should every be a call every time. time. And if it was Jokic on LeBron, I think it would be absolutely. And so because they're both big men, it's right. it is like it's sort of expected contact. But because Jokic isn't selling it. And maybe that's his next step in the league, which I hate to say. Right. But is to sell that more because it would have put it should have put LeBron in foul trouble. But LeBron was getting away with fouls that he wasn't that were getting called on him all day long. Right. And, and some of that's a different respect for players, I guess. I don't know why you would have more respect for LeBron than Nikola Jokic in this scenario at this, at this point, stage in, their, yeah, in this point in their sense. career. No. But there were just things on opposite sides of the floor that weren't getting called. Right. And that was my my problem was. I can understand a lot of fouls getting called if they're calling it the same on both sides. Absolutely. But even at the end of the game, Jokic comes in for a shot. He he goes through contact through AD yeah. and gets hammered by Schroeder. Yep. He still makes the shot. Now, there there is an outside possibility. If that shot didn't go in, they would have blown in a late whistle, which the NBA does that all the time, oh and gosh, I hate that. That's also yeah, you, you can't story. wait for – you can't wait. You have to – you see it, call it. Don't yes. wait to see what the basket does. Right. So, so they didn't call a foul on that where AD literally had phantom oh contact – and you and you only get one review, and so you can't yeah. even review these plays. And he's getting free throws all day long. He for is slowly, calls that aren't even there. He's slowly becoming one of my least favorite players to watch because it's not. It's the unibrow. It's yet again. It's not. It's <laughs> not basketball. I feel like I'm watching soccer out there. Yes. And it, it's. I, I I responded. It's hard to watch because yeah. That's why I have a hard time watching soccer. Because yep. soccer is not a high scoring sport. But then when they're also manipulating the refs and dramatic when that drama comes in even lebron and aaron gordon got into it and aaron gordon's bodying him up which what you have to do and what and that's exactly what right. lebron's doing on the other on the defensive side and i think aaron gordon kind of gets maybe a fingertip in lebron's face and lebron lost his mind he starts shoving this guy into the stands. Yeah. Now, Gordon is holding on to his arm a bit, but part of that is like is Gordon just supposed to fall down? And so he doesn't even necessarily know what's going on, but he's trying to be a de defensive player in this scenario. And they give the the double tech, yeah, I hate which that. is the worst I call hate, ever. Whoever started that, give them the foul. Don't I mean the person who's responding? Unless the person responds by swinging or throwing a punch, or someone jumps in on this scenario. But everyone around him, were like LeBron, what's going on? Like, calm down. Right. And they give the double tech. Yeah, double tech's and a waste of time. LeBron is he's he's one of the greats of all time. 
But right. because he's because he does sell the calls, because he does flop, and because he overreacts, and he whines to the officials more than almost any player that I've ever seen. Marcus Smart can get in the officials' face sometimes. Draymond does, but you know what they get? Technical fouls. LeBron right. can say whatever he wants. Well, and the impact of LeBron with the league, though, you see him. He like full-blown conversations with like both coaches and referees like he's involved with every like call that's made almost i will say that he does limit it to the court i don't see him complaining too much after the game where he lets it go and he moves on and that wouldn't suit him any better but uh, so i can i can kind of understand as a competitor in that moment i'm going to lose my mind and i kind of have to remember all right this is just a game but it's his life right but at right. least he's not taking it into the post game or afterwards, for the most part. Now there are other things that he gets on his soapbox about on social media. Which well, you, you might lose your mind, but it's it's self induced. Like if you're gonna throw your body around, then yeah, it is gonna feel like you're getting fouled harder than you really are. And I guess maybe that's part of that mental game too. That these these top level athletes is he has to convince himself that it's him against the world. In an, yeah. in an O three scenario, he tried to win that game by himself in the first half. He had. Yeah. He had 23 of their 43 points initially. Uh, well, he had 30 by the way, he, he ended the first half with 31. That's crazy. like halfway through the second quarter. Yeah. There's no defense being played. No. They had 71 at the end of the first 71, half. 71, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm, I, I think the Nuggets deserve to be in the, fi- deserve to be in the finals. They're, I think they were the best team to come out of the West um, easily. They're deep, and they've got – They've got size. They've got length. They've got shooters. Yeah. They've got guys that are hitting shots that I didn't expect. Gordon, Green, some of these guys hitting some threes. Sure. Um, who's the um, – oh, some, Porter Jr. Michael Porter like, Jr. He's, yeah. he's expected to hit threes, but he doesn't even look like a shooter. No. His um, shot is – It's it, weird. It's, it's a lot of body movement as yeah. he shoots. Not as much as um, Jason Tatum. No. Jason. But um, i tell you who I like watching has been smooth is Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to see him on the Warriors. I think he'd be great with the Warriors. I think if you put him in the Warriors as the sixth man um, point guard, yeah, the team be nuts. Because he Straight is a Jordan he's Poole a, for a stone Reeves. cold killer. Like he's mental. He has a mental game, yeah. and he's been able to back it up. Now, will he be able to do that year next year? Right. That's kind of what Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole right. looked like that last year, just playing out of his mind. And then will it translate to year two, year three? I guess after that, but I don't know. Trade him. Austin Reeves or Jordan Poole, let's do it. You can even have Draymond Green. I don't care. Um, so Boston Heat. Um, yep. I think it's about to be a sweep. Uh, Miami at home. Boston sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I take. They're so bad. Like, let me just can I can I give you guys some sure. their shooting percentages yeah. against the Heat? The Heat. This is their three point shooting percentage by player. Yeah. All right. So Jalen Brown. No, no, no. I'm going to save Jalen Brown because I think it's the most ridiculous one. Jason Tatum, 25%. Jeez. And this is, this is, these are all three pointers? This is all, this is three points. Against the, the Heat. He's, and this is Jason Tatum, 25%. He's still taking seven a game. Um, Michael Brogdon, 25%. Grant Williams, 60%. Now, is, but is he's only Michael, taking two is that a game. Malcolm's brother? Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Correct. My bad. Malcolm <laughs> Brogdon. My bad. Uh, Grant Williams. He's shoot, uh, growing shooting 60%, but he's only taking two a game. Um, White. He's shooting 56%. Um, but What about he, Horford? He's only taking five. Al Horford, 23%. Really? He's an elite shooter. Remember? You remember that? Uh, he, he had an interview. Um, one of the, and the reporters was like, 
um, you know, what do you think about, you know, elite shooting big men in the league? And he was like, well, do you not consider me an elite shooting big man? And, uh, well, 23% would be um, not it. Um, Marcus Smart, 30% shooting three a game. Jalen Brown, this is probably the most ridiculous set I've seen in a while. 10%. Wow. 10%. And he's shooting just as many threes as Jason Tatum. Seven what's, a game. what's interesting is Boston overall the second best three-point shooting team in the playoffs. It's crazy. So they're hitting 20 or 30 three-pointers when they're when they're playing well. They are not playing well. So that, those stats make all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. For them to pull off the impossible, they're going to have to hit 20 or 30 threes a game. But let's also give some credit to the Heat's defense because they, yeah. are, they are suffocating. They oh, are. For sure. And it's, it's not just in your face on the shot. They're making it difficult for you to bring the ball off the court. Yeah. They're making it difficult for you to get the ball inside and then pass it back out. So they're they're playing. Man, the Heat are gritty, man. They're gritty, and they've got what seven undrafted players that play meaningful minutes. And I mean, they're a yeah, they're a team. Well, as a as a team, um, Boston is shooting twenty nine percent from three and forty five percent total, like overall, like field goal percentage in general. So honestly, atrocious. Yeah. Like they are shooting terribly, and I think that it is, it is heat defense. But you watched Game Three; they had a bunch of open looks, like a bunch of open three point looks that just yeah. they not couldn't even hit anything. Some of them weren't even close. Um, Your best players are wide open. That's the when Brown and Tatum are wide open and they're not hitting their shots. That's tough because. The lead from 15 goes to 20, from 20 to 25. Yeah. When you're down 30, it's embarrassing at that point. And mm-hmm. Boston really doesn't have any inside game to no. kind of go back down to. And so it's really tough. If they're not hitting threes, they're exposed. Yeah, no, for, for sure. I, I think that um, – I didn't think it was going to be a sweep. I thought it was going to be a closer series. I, I mean, I thought the Heat was going to win. Like, I mean, I think the Heat looked like a better team going into this series than yeah. Boston did. I I didn't think it was going to be this ridiculous. Um, now, to be fair, the Heat have some guys like Martin that are shooting out of their minds. Yeah, like, yeah. like he's like Steph Curry percentage right now. Vincent too. I mean, um, yeah, and they've got guys that are opportunists, right? Absolutely. No Tyler Hero, no Victor Oladipo. They got guys that are hurt. Yeah, Kyle Lowry's on one leg out there, and he looks. Well, and then the other Man. day, Duncan Robinson was just balling out of his mind. Yeah, he was. I mean, well, he looked like Duncan Robinson from two seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Lowry is one of those guys that when he's on your team, he's your favorite player. And when he's not on the team that you like, you cannot stand him. Oh, my gosh, yes. He gets the flops. He gets all the things. Yes, but he, he, he plays to win, and he cares about his team more than himself, which I think is yeah. very important. And that's who the Heat are. It is very interesting to see not a super team in the finals, right? Yeah. I don't think the Nuggets are a super team. They've drafted well and they've they've done well with their draft picks. Can we so like looking at the the Heat's stats against Boston as a team, they're shooting 48% from 3. Mm. Oh, they could not miss last. That's game. outrageous. Yeah. I mean like that's like Martin 47%, Vincent 55% from 3. That's insane. Duncan Robinson, 53%. Kyle Lowry, 40%. Kevin Love, 75% from three. No, they've <laughs> got to. That's unreal. They've got to do something crazy. different. Um, the Heat aren't feeling the pressure at all from that defense for the Celtics. And you got to get a Grant Williams in there to say, I'm going to run through Duncan Robinson the first time I'm go, I get screened. I'm going to run yeah, through absolutely. I'm the player. I'm going to get ejected. Yep. But we're down, we're down 0 3. Mm-hmm. I'm going to 
like Kobe Bryant running through Pau Gasol yep. in um in the dream team, right? In the Olympics. Yep. And his whole team's like, Oh, you won't do that and he did. And I'm not saying these guys are even friends, but you gotta set the tone for this next game to be ugly. Yeah. And I that's, agree. That's these I think the Celtics have been able to just play better than everybody else or not even play better than everybody else but still have enough firepower to beat these other teams and go down a, a game or two and still come back. Not in this case, not with this team. No, I think they're going to out-hustle them. I think they sweep. I don't even think they... I, I'm, I'm holding out hope that it's not going to be a sweep. Like, I think they're going to... Boston surely can win one game. I was my, shocked that the Lakers couldn't win one game. My only thought on that is that... I think I texted you last night. The finals don't start till June 1st. Yeah. So, it's just, it, it'd be kind of uh, weird to see that much time between, you yeah. know, conference finals and finals. So, is there some type of higher power that takes over I don't that know. situation? What are they going to do, like, air cornhole championships on I, the ESPN? Yeah. Let me... So, the... <laughs> The, the person with the worst three-point percentage on the Heat is Jimmy Butler at 33%. Well, does, does Haslam not shoot threes? No, no, no. These people that have taken an attempt, <laughs> individuals that have taken any attempt f- against Boston, Jimmy Butler has the worst three-point percentage for the team. Yeah. The next closest is Struess with 39%. Man. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is such a crazy stat. Of course they're winning. Of course, you bl- have blowout games when, yeah. like, your whole team is shooting. You're, it's it's every other three pointer you're making. Yeah, I do respect the Heat for not putting Haslam in when the fans were yelling for him in the blowout last game because it's still only game three. Yeah, I agree. Like, and I don't think even in this in the conference finals game four sweep that they're going to put him in. They may in the finals, mm-hmm. but I don't well, think they're. I don't fun. think they're doing a victory lap. I think it's bad bad juju. We well, don't sure. do it in Boston. Aren't they going to Boston for four? Is that game four? No, it's. A, is it still in the? Oh, it's still it's still in Miami. <laughs> it's still in Miami, man. Uh, I, I wouldn't be. They might put him in. I know because he's he is a Florida guy. Yeah, in in Miami, he's from that area in high school. He, he went to Florida. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if they're he up is, by ten or more with two minute a minute left, surely he he's, goes he's the new in. Robert Parrish. Wow, well, they should start him. No. Put him in at the beginning. Start him? Put him in at the beginning for a couple plays and then take him out. That's like, the most disrespectful thing you could ever sure, do. Sure, but you're up for you. jump ball? Like, yeah. what are we... <laughs> you're like, hey, we're going to lose this, but honestly, it doesn't matter. No, Put him out there for six quick fouls, just immediately, just oh, hacking everybody. Honestly, you could have him just come in and let them set the tone. Make, Hey, we're going to make this game super ugly, and Udonis Haslam's going to foul out in two minutes. You go you find are... Williams, and you hit him hard every time. They're, they're going to, like, Udonis Haslam gets ejected. Like, oh, he wasn't playing anyway. It doesn't even matter. There was like, a stat, like, 20 years with the same franchise. I think it's like Udonis Haslam, Kobe Bryant, someone else. Yeah. There's like only three players. Was it Bill four, Russell? I think there's only like three or four players that yeah. ever done that. Well, you can guarantee that Haslam's going to be on that staff next year when he retires. Oh, man. He basically is staff now. Yeah. Well, he, well, he, 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 he lit anymore, into he? that team for not playing up to their ability at the end of the year. In fact, yeah, the playing did. game, I mean, this is a team that had to win to get in. Well, they lost a playing game. I know. Game. Yeah. They had to win their their last game of the, the play-in. They, they were out, and they... They won and got in, and now look at him. Well, Incredible. Spolster came out the other day. He's like, I think the plans are the best thing ever. I'm like, yeah, but can you we, do, dude. Can we also mention, like, the Kevin Love acquisition in the middle of the season has been huge? Yeah. yeah. Now, he, he, he left that last game early. He only he played, did. like, five minutes. He yeah. had, like, a leg injury or something. So, without him in the finals, man, I mean, they, they are thin. Well, we'll they just, just need him as, like, they need him as leadership. Like, no, I think they're going to need him in the finals to hit a couple shots. Well, a couple, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, so they're going to definitely, like, Cody Zeller, I think, is going to be out there more than they want him to. Yeah, baby. Because he's the only guy that I think can, like, move around Jokic he's, a little bit. He's the white Batman with the right. mask on. I don't on. know. Yeah. I mean, Bam, 
Bam will get in there, but I, Bam's going to get in a lot of foul trouble with that. Exactly, I and that. You, you can't like you need Bam to score. Yeah. You, Cody Zeller, you don't care if he scores or not. Like, except yeah. I will say they did run a play for him against Boston in the fourth yeah. quarter. Is the most disrespectful thing. <laughs> the announcer even was like, "You know, you know, it, like Boston, that's disrespectful when they're running plays for Cody Zeller." It's just a smack, and he scored. Which oh, he's was in there. He's in there. He's in there getting some fouls, getting some rebounds, and yeah. making a couple passes. He's not even the best passer out there for sure, but yeah. like. He's playing meaningful minutes, and it's good to see. I, I like mm-hmm. to see players like that, that that are meaning something on a team like that where you get someone, um, what, um, Bryant for the, the Nuggets. Um, oh, yeah. He, 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 he's probably a higher-touted kind of player from IU yeah. that tra- you know gets traded from the Lakers and Nuggets, and he hasn't even sniffed the floor. So, I mean, it's pretty cool to see Zeller out there. Right. Thomas Bryant. So I'm personally hoping for two sweeps. I think it's going to happen. Um, yeah. But the, these games haven't been close. I mean, you move to the NHL, every playoff game is sticking in overtime. Yeah. Um, but literally, both the Dallas and uh, Las Vegas have been in overtime. Yeah. I mean, I, I and that could be a sweep because the it's 2 Panthers um, Carolina game was a one one goal game last night. And that could be a sweep because yeah. they're up 3 0. It's yeah. crazy. Like all these, all these conference finals, like it's blowouts. Like, what's happening? Is it, I mean, is it really like. Is it? Am I just off? I mean, the Heat is obviously an eight seed, so it's not the way that it should be going. But like, I would assume the Nuggets are obviously as a one seed, just better than everybody else. Um, but I don't keep up with hockey probably the way I should. I know Vegas is a one seed. It was Florida a one seed? I, I should probably know this because we're having a sports podcast. But yeah, I mean, I think I it's no interesting. Idea. Like, I mean, I've been I've been to a Stars playoff game and. They were playing. They were playing the Blues. It was nuts. Like, it was such a cool, like such a cool experience. In my opinion, like in person hockey, um, is the best is the best professional sporting event I've ever been to. Was best that, live sport? My best to? live sport I have ever attended. Really? Was that NHL playoff game? Now, obviously, I'm a Blues fan, so there was more added onto that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and fan is in quotes, by the way. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know all the ins and outs and all the minutia of hockey, but like. <laughs> Um, I, uh, Vegas is a one seed. Dallas is a four seed. Okay. Um, Carolina is a two seed, and Florida is the eight seed. Wow! So we got another heat thing going on here, right? Ooh, it's those eight, seed, eight seed Florida teams. You look at the. That's you look, sick. That's you, super cool. You say in these conference blowouts, like hockey, it's a it's a one goal. There's no blowout. It's just sure. It's crazy to think how small the margins are. And how meaningful each minute on the ice is for hockey, right? Than any other sport, um, and it's it's weird to see like they get done with the period and they take like a twenty minute break. <laughs> I'm right. like, where are they at? Come on, out! But I mean, it's can you imagine being a hockey player out there? You're, I mean, your life is on the line. Well, the wear on your body. Oh, is as just someone who insane. has played hockey, like they have these rotations where obviously they're not they're like you know like minute minute and a half, and you got somebody rotating in. It is outrageous like it is such a physical toll like it is you're so gassed because i have to slam into the boards just to stop i mean you <laughs> the because it's like you know that you're only out there for like that small amount of time and so it's 100 yeah. percent. and if you're not going 100 percent, don't worry the other team is and you're, you're just gonna you're gonna get annihilated yeah. it's so physical I man, I've hockey players are some of the toughest athletes in the world. Yes, like the, this year, someone got a skate to the face and seventy something stitches, and he was back out playing. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah, um, Stanley Cup is probably one of the coolest trophies. Yes, it's got some of the most sports lore to it. I mean, everybody's excited about the Stanley Cup. So, um, it, 
it has been fun when the, the NBA or whatever sports I'm watching aren't really panning out, and I switch over to the hockey game, and I'm like, oh, this is close, and I'll watch it. It's fast pace. Um, I don't have a dog in the fight on any of these these teams, but it yeah. is it is they are professionals at the highest level for sure. Yeah, you talk about sweeps and um, and sort of lopsided matchups. Um, the Reds are up 1-0 in the series against the Cardinals, so I'm just going to look at it. Reds are going to Reds are going to sweep the Cardinals. You know what? The Cardinals it. are no longer in last place. I want to point that out. We were in third, and then we lost on a walk. I know the Reds are the Reds are bitter about it, so they're coming yeah. out of the cellar. Bases loaded at the top of the ninth. Nolan Gorman up to bat. The guy we want up to bat. Maybe Paul Goldschmidt over Nolan, Nolan Gorman, and we can't we can't even get a hit. Not even, like. Give, See, I didn't even try to like lead into that. I know we're running play. out of time, so I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah, Reds, baby. Let's go. Outrageous. Okay, all right. Big so red machine. We're going to move into our draft. We've mentioned it a few times-ish, um, but what we're drafting today is our Mount Rushmore of athletes. Now, we know there's only four individuals on Mount Rushmore, but we're going to do five, so we're going to do Mount Rushmore plus the guy on the back you can't see. Um, and yeah, because we have top five is top five. To, yeah, 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 you yeah. can't. Um, and so what we will say is one of your picks. Um, do we want to say one of your picks has to be a woman? I think that's. I think it's a good call. Yeah, I think it's important for James, us. How do you feel? I'm. Uh, I'm not, not going to comment. I got a pick, but all right, hold I'll up just, now. We'll just let it if, ride. If we do do your top four Mount Rushmore. And then yeah. if we're top five, then make sure one of those picks is either an up-and-coming, someone that one day will be on Mount Rushmore, or I think t- top female athlete makes a lot of sense. So well, your fifth pick. No. Our last pick. It could pick. be your first pick. It, no. If you no, want to no, get – if you want to – if say Serena Williams may be your pick, I'm not sh- saying that's who that is. It you may want to get her before I question, do. Without question, I mean, like, I don't really know how else – I mean, I have others that I think I would pick, but, like, I think it's a – foregone conclusion that she's one of the most dominant female athletes of all time i mean all right so on a later podcast do we want to do mount rushmore of top female athletes nope, all right so let's do let's do um, um so let's I, do the number one of our picks i think is a should put some respect on female athleticism uh, and it can't be a male who's transitioned to female so bruce jenner's off the list I can't. I might have to edit that out. I can't decide if I need to edit that. No, out. No, I'm just saying, because right now that's a hot topic is sure. trans people in sports, and I, I don't think that's the same conversation, right? No. Well, so like, it can't be a man or a woman who's transitioned. That's all I'm trying to say. So he was there before he even had. He was a he was an Olympic athlete. Yes. Yeah. Um, so not saying he would be in anybody's top whatever Mount Rushmore, but right. for a female athlete, that would be someone's conversation. Not in this room. Because yeah. I think it's not a conversation. All right, Sorry. so I think I have the first pick. Um, I do. I have the first pick. James had the first pick last week. So uh, for me, um, I mean, I got a, I got a bunch of athletes, and I actually tried to go not like – because there's some guys that I think I, I would pick because they played for a team that I like or somebody that I root for. Not doing that. Not for the number one overall. Um, I'm going to go with the most – I believe the most decorated Olympian of all time, Michael Phelps. Oh, that's a great pick. Um, I don't know how you could not have him in your top or on the Mount Rushmore with more medals than any other athlete in the history of any sport. Um, dude's nuts. Literally, yeah. like it, like his body was like built to swim. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, he's like Luca. Yeah, I mean, and he had a moment where like he. Smoke some I thought weed you were talking about Luka Doncic, and, and I was like, hold on. He doesn't um, look like an athlete. <laughs> Luka, the Disney character. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Michael Phelps, 
Um, I kind of went back and forth on a couple, but like Michael Phelps is easily the most dominant Olympian of all time. Yeah. So he had to be number one, I think. There you go. Not necessarily like the guy I rooted for the most, yeah. but like best athletes, he's got to be up there. That's a good pick. Corey, number two. Corey, number two. I'm with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the greatest NBA player of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think if it's just more than sports, it's what he did for sports. It's sports marketing. It's um, new contracts with merchandise and, and sponsorships. Uh, Michael Jordan. Have you seen the new – have you seen – is that out yet? The the About the – with Matt Damon and yeah. his air? Yeah. Air. Yeah, that's out. Yeah, we had a conversation with – um, I haven't seen it, though. Um, Matt Crawford. He asked if I'd seen that in yeah. small groups. I was so good to have Matt at small groups. He's like, "Hey, what sports have you been watching?" <laughs> I was like, "Matt, can we? Can I hug you, man? This is great." <laughs> um, but yes, um, th- that that's that's another part. You know, you look at a new movie that's out on a life of you know one of the greatest of all times. So I think the conversation, the whole goat conversation for sports, has sort of come up with Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like before then. I mean, unless you were talking, it was baseball that people were talking about. So, yeah. Um, all right, James, one and two for you. My number one. If it starts with a Michael, we need to do a top r- Mount Rushmore. Top mics. Michaels. Top mics. Uh, Mike Tyson. That's what I thought, but it doesn't. Don't happen. don't. No pressure. Don't change it for us. <laughs> don't change it for that. But um, okay. So my number one is going to Eldrick Taunt Tiger Woods. Oh, good old Tiger. He was tiger. on the list too. Tiger. Yeah, I had to get that. Probably is not my number one, but I was scared one of y'all were going to take no, it. No, I was so taking I, it for sure yes. if you didn't. That's, what he did for golf, though, oh, yeah. is just incredible. I mean, yeah. video game, just it, just the entertainment that he provided on the golf course. Yeah. Just, it's unreal. No, I agree. Um, not much to say about Tiger. I mean, he, he's Tiger Woods. Tiger you Woods? You know, it's, you, when you, you don't have to say anything. I, I do think he should just go ahead and call it quits though yeah. it's getting kind of sad seeing all these withdrawals and watching him limp around the course yeah so no, it's i, I hate think, to watch it do you think you'll ever see um professional athletes in golf be able to have like an, a, a cart assisted scenario i think it should be able to happen yeah um but it would be because i think people with certain disabilities should still have the opportunity to play well, like uh, my my high school band teacher is an a, avid golfer yeah. and he's had back issues his whole life he lives down in the villages mm-hmm. and he has one of those carts that you can kind of like oh yeah stand and, and helps you stand and he he he's able to play not not at the highest level but like he's able to participate and enjoy the sport in that way and i would like to see the sport open up to that what's well, also i think a part of the game like having to walk the two and a half miles or whatever is a part of but all they would have the to do is say toll. carts are available for everyone. Yeah. For Every, everyone. everyone would be yeah. able to sit in a cart. Yeah. The game would be faster. Well, it wouldn't be. It would still be. It would be a lot of waiting. I'd love to see, like, just Bubba Watson in his hovercraft. Just they do like the good, good guys with those super fast golf courts. Yeah. And know. so, like, your score matters, but how fast you how fast you ended your round. Playing through people. Yeah. Excuse me. Boom. Just have kind of like a joke a joke um, tournament one season. Yeah, Just I mean it's yeah a little bit of like contact in golf would be good. It's sort of like the frisbee golf and the golf dog like the frisbee dogs at the same yeah. time. Yeah, or like polo. Yes, like, let them swing out horses. Of the cart. They can ride a horse. That's fine. Wow. No, I meant like swing the club out of the cart. That'd be terrible. All right, James, your do pick. Uh, my number two. We're sticking with the mics. I'm going with Iron Mike, the baddest man on the planet. 
He wow. Is, uh, that, it's, that's a hot take there. I, it I is. Honestly, it's a hot take. Yeah. Because but, there's another I mean, human being that boxed that was on that list. So. Yeah, well, well, I never saw Muhammad Ali. That's box, fair. Well, no, so. I know. And so that was some of the. Th- that's that's also some of my issues. I never so. picked players that I never like yeah. had any. I, I remember seeing some Tyson fights. So I appreciate that. About I, I appreciate that you didn't see it. So how can you call it? He won his first nineteen fights by knockout, twelve of them in the first round, claiming his first belt at twenty years old, the youngest to ever hold that's a belt. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, he was just a savage. In you the imagine ring. being like you know number thirteen, and you're like I'm probably getting knocked out. And, and his don't. and his life in general. I mean, so many ups and downs, and like he seemed to kind of come out on top. You know, I mean, it yeah, seems like some of that same sort of Jim Brown conversation. You have some character flaws in that, but then like, I mean, the, being a being an athlete is tough, but then being like um, a figure in culture is difficult, and not everybody manages that well. And and Tyson is. It's almost like Snoop Dogg is super popular, and you know you thought that would wear out at some point. Tyson, you thought, oh, he's he's violent. He he represents all these different things in his sport, and he is a pop culture icon still. And he, it's so he cool bit to a see a man's ear. He and did. did not get blacklisted but from in, sports. In, but in but in boxing, which is an aggressive sport. It makes all the sense in the world. But if he's a, <laughs> if he's a golfer and it? he bites someone's ear. <laughs> Which I'm not saying that maybe golf needs to have like a little more aggression. <laughs> right. These live golfers and these PJ golfers can get in there and someone loses an ear, they lose an ear. No punching, but you're allowed to bite. Am I next? Uh you are next, yes. Man. All right. This is where it kind of gets difficult. Oh. Um, because I know you have two picks after me. I do. Um, I'm going Babe Ruth. The Babe. Great Bambino. It's a great pick. I mean, if, SWAT. yeah, if you think about greatest of all baseball players, and he he's not my favorite baseball player, but um, but he is one of the greats. Yeah. He is the greatest of all time. If people say who's the greatest of all time, it's going to be Babe Ruth. So Babe Ruth. Yeah. That's not a bad pick. The original Shohei Otani. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, I'm going to go with, man, mm, I have two here. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, Messi. Oh, that's a good um, in my opinion, without really needing to say much, the greatest soccer player of all time. Um, Ten La Liga titles. He's won the Ballon d'Or, I think, six times. He's now he's uh, uh, won the U20 Olympics. He didn't win it as a, uh, but then he won the World Cup. This past year, yeah, and it was nuts to watch. So Messi over Pele, uh, without question. Yeah, um, he has all the stats. Yeah, did everything anyone could ever do. That's why um, I love sports because there's conversations. That like, I mean, even like Cristiano Ronaldo, there are all these current day conversations. Yeah. But Messi is, I think, by far the best. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Messi's got to be up there for me. Uh, and then, man, um, all right, you took Tiger, so I'm gonna go Jack Nicholas. Um, really, the guy that has one more major than Tiger. Um, yeah. If Tiger's on there, Jack Nicholas has to be on there. The Golden Bear. Who do you think has done more for the sport? No, Tiger's done more for the sport. I think it's a very that's a more complicated conversation though, because I think 
for the old sport of golf. Yeah. Like historically what golf is, Jack Nicholas has made and sustained and did as an ambassador right. more than you could ever imagine. But Tiger has made it such more more of a mainstream option yeah. that it's incredible. So it's a different conversation, but it's a worthy conversation yeah, for sure. The last yeah. generation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you obviously you have Tiger chasing that. Um, but you know, and, and and there's a part of me that doesn't even really like Jack Nicholas that much because I'm such a Tiger fan. And Jack Nicholas is pretty. I mean, he's he's kind of a jerk um, about how good he is. Um, but yet again, that's what professional athletes are. You got to have that mindset at some point. Yeah. Uh, but if Tiger's on there, Jack Nicholas has to be on there uh, because he technically. I mean, he wasn't as dominant. I don't think he wasn't as dominant as Tiger was in his day, but. Statistically, he's up there. And he morphs into a bear, so that's pretty cool. This is fair. Yeah, a golden bear. All right. Corey. I'm going Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. I mean, and I, and I saw Mike Tyson. No, no, Mike Tyson's punch out. Like, come on. Like, yeah. I played the game. Um, Muhammad <laughs> Ali is hes the greatest of all time, as far as boxing, in my opinion. Um, yeah. What he did for the sport, the that swag and that just, like um, – I'm the, I am the greatest. Like he would just make that statement and go out, and you know he didn't win every you know matchup that he had, but right. but he did it. He did it with style, and he was an he was an important time in history. You know, we're talking about you know the draft and um, you know going off to war and, and different things politically and even socially that he was an a- activist for. You know, talk about some of those Jim Brown sort of things. Yeah, um, he he had all the pressure in the world at a time where it wasn't popular to be a guy that looked like him. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those civil rights things where um, <laughs> where Tyson can get away with biting someone's ear and some domestic issues at a time where it was it was OK to do those things, I guess, where Muhammad Ali wouldn't have had that flexibility in his career. So um, he not only was the greatest, but then he um, he managed that in a time where it wasn't. It wasn't as easy for him to do that. What so, was the uh, the butterfly Ali. bee phrase? I was he's, trying to think of it. When like, float, float like a butterfly, butterfly, sting like a bee, yeah, and also Louisville, it. Kentucky, baby. I mean, he yeah. threw that gold medal into the Ohio River. Yep. I want to go. Did he really? I don't. I'm, there's no way I'm going and looking yeah, for he that. Did. With the Ohio River, you and I, you'd come out with like a fourth eye, or you get swallowed by a catfish as big as a Geo Metro. Yeah, that'd be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, James, you were third pick. Third pick. Um. I'm going with Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq Diesel. You he love was, some Shaq. Dude, hey, Shaq was on my list. He's he was athlete, growing dude. up. He was my favorite basketball player ever. So I got I got to ride it out with Shaq. I mean, he he's just he's the man, dude. He was nuts. Also, definitely the guy with the best nicknames. Yeah, I mean, consistently. Shaq and Diesel. Shaq I'm gonna Blue. I'm gonna give you a hot take. I like his I like what he's done for the shoe brand more than anybody else. Shoe brand? Yeah, I would. Now I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Saying. I don't. I'm not saying I'm going to wear Shaq's, the Dunkman shoes, right? Right. But um, but he has made good looking shoes, reliable shoes for a population of people who could not afford Jordans. Yeah. So he's ripped some Jordan looks and some things on there. But he understands what he's an incredible businessman. Like well, he doesn't get involved in any yeah, business that he doesn't support. Careers. Yeah. But um, but his his shoe brand has made. Playing, playing in 
in actual basketball shoes possible for a population that can't afford the LeBrons and the hundred fifty dollars yeah. shoes, and he doesn't care about it being the most expensive. So, I mean, I think that's really cool. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I'm not a. You look at my shoes; these are <laughs> these are the ones I should have already retired, right? Yeah. Those are grass They're gross. No, I got some like holes in them, and I don't care. But I'm I'm making some shacks. Start rock, rocking some shacks. Do it, man. Yeah. Uh, James, your fourth pick now. Oh, hold on. Catch me off guard here. Yeah. Fourth pick. Let's go with. Um, I'm going with Kelly Slater, the goat of oh, surfing. Oh yeah! I knew my my Mount. <laughs> I was supposed to say Mount Trashmore. I know. Mount my, my, Mount Rushmore was going to be. Do we uh, need pretty controversial for you guys? <laughs> do we need here, to explain yeah. Mount Trashmore? Kelly Slater, Mount Trashmore is a park in Virginia Beach that at one point was a landfill that is now a park. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It is honestly pretty awesome. And there's I keep like, wanting to say it. There's a little lake. Um, there's, there's a huge mount, mountain. You can, you can run around. There yeah. is a, a mountain of grass that is. There's just a bunch of trash yeah. under it. So, so Kelly Slater though, eleven world titles, fifty-five event victories, uh, has the record for being the youngest and oldest to admit to be a men's champion. That's cool. So, and he's. I mean, he's just a goat. Yeah. Yeah. My God, man, that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. You're getting he's, into uh, you're getting into sports that wouldn't have thought about. He didn't. He didn't lose his arm or anything, right? That was somebody else? No, I think a jellyfish might have stung him once or twice. I don't yeah. know. Okay. I didn't know. I, I always think that... There's a girl that lost her There's a girl that lost her arm. I can't yeah, remember. Bethany Hamilton. There, there you go. Yeah. Thank so you for you being that, that guy. Is. Appreciate you, James. Um, that's a great pick. Man. All right. You're fourth. Uh, fourth and then... Yeah, so... Wow. Mm. There's some really good ones I'm leaving off the list. And I really want to do you dirty. I want to take one of yours from your list. Go ahead. But no, because it would just be me being mean, <laughs> and then I would have to let you describe it. So it, was, it doesn't... I'm going with Nolan Ryan. Oh, that's a good one. And um, it, for me, he's not the greatest pitcher of all time. He's right. not the greatest baseball athlete. For me, he's my favorite athlete of all time. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm making a pick that's more personal, right? But um, he was unhittable for a certain period of his career. Yeah. Um, and his stats are incredible as well. But his his grit, you know, what he did for the game, you know, just yeah, don't not, not don't charge down. Nolan. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, and I'm just he was for sure, you know, the guy that you know I admired so much as a as a baseball fan for that more than maybe anything else. Um, so he holds he has 51 total MLB records. Wow. Yeah. That's all. So 5,714 strikeouts. Um, next most, Randy Johnson with 4,875. Seven career no hitters. Um, Sandy Koufax with four. Lowest batting average allowed at a minimum pitched. I mean, this dude is. <laughs> and pitching is tough, man. It's hard to be physically, you know, capable for as long as he did. But um, I don't know, man. Something about Nolan Ryan. He's just. He's an ambassador for the sport for me, and you know, Rob Venturi punched his lights out, and yeah, I, I mean, I'm loving it, man. So, Nolan Ryan, uh, he, he looks good carved into a mountain, too. Handsome man, this is fair. Um, so my fourth pick, as far as athletes go, I'm gonna go with Bo Jackson. Um, Bo knows Bo Jackson is consistently regarded as like you hear regularly the greatest athlete of all time. Um, uh, he played for the Raiders. He played for Kansas City. Those are what he's most widely known as, um, as, as playing for. He, um, he actually has 20 home runs with four different teams, which is pretty impressive. 
and has uh, well over 3,000 rushing yards. He had to quit because he got tackled by somebody who never recovered from a hip injury at that point. No. Um, but I mean, there's a bunch of highlights of, you know, Bo catching the ball, running up the wall. Um, I mean, him consistently just running over people. Uh, you hear all these stories about him, even as like a kid, just doing athletic feats that are just outrageous. Um, yeah, so I, I and as an as an Auburn fan, you know, Bo Jackson is kind of near and dear. Um, just kind of incredible. Uh, one of those things that I wish that I would have been able to like. I need to go back and like watch him play full games as like a college athlete because uh, I can only imagine. Yeah. How ridiculous yeah. it was. Uh, but then I, then I, I'm now picking a, a woman. Um, <laughs> sounds so <laughs> I said you could pick an up and coming. I think it's just there. Well, I was, oh, I, mean, I want to hear your, your wisdom on this. I, you're a married man. You know how to, no, to that's fine. To the, ladies. The, rea- the reality is, is that Serena Williams and Venus Williams in their prime played the like number 200 male player and got smoked 6-0, 6-1. And the reality is you cannot take an opportunity to just no. say good things about women athletes. We're talking about athletes. The Mount Rushmore of athletes. Athletes. Yeah. All right? So not women, not men. If it's just athletes. Well, Mount Rushmore has four, and we're saying we're leaving a spot for, one I the, said, a top woman or an up-and-coming athlete. I mean, so I'm, go, you, I'm, I'm going with Serena Williams because Serena Williams... If you want to do Bronny James and take the... I have no desire to do Bronny right. James. I could have said LeBron James, um, but no, no, no. I want to go with Serena Williams. Okay. I think she was e- easily, the, as far as me watching tennis, the most dominant female tennis player. Maybe there... I mean, honestly, there has ever been. She's got more majors. I yes. Mean, she's just... She's just I mean, she just overpowered people yeah, she was with her serve or forehand. I mean, it's incredible. Um, and, I mean, she's even, I mean, she's pregnant. She's pregnant and beating women. Like, that's crazy. Um, she's beating women with another woman. Yeah, that's nuts. So, like, <laughs> like you know, I don't know. She probably should have been playing doubles. Um, so, <laughs> what if? Uh, um, but, yeah, I mean, and obviously, speaking of doubles, she has more titles as a doubles Um as a as playing devils with her sister than anybody else, yeah. so like it, it's the things that she's done, accolades, good for her. I just want it to be known that she also said that it's like a completely different game. Like it was, you know, her. They, they were talking. It was on a show, and it was like playing Andy Murray, and she's like, "No, I'd get annihilated." Yeah, because it's a completely different game, and I can respect that. Respect the honesty. She's not on the Mount Rushmore. Did of you ever see the movie? Athletes. What? Did you, ever, did you see the movie? I did. Was it good? I never uh, saw it. King Richard. It was pretty solid. Yeah. Um, no, Will Smith did a good job. He didn't smack him? Uh, no, no smacking. No. Okay, good. No, but you, you, he kind of had a moment where you're like, oh, I've seen that before. <laughs> she would obviously be on Mount Rushmore, top female athletes. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Without so. question. That's a good pick. Good pick. Without question. All right. Off my soapbox. Who's that? Is that me? It's Corey. It's Corey? me. Okay. Corey. I'm going with Carrie Strug. Who is that? Carrie Strug. <laughs> You guys go to 19, high school together? Struggle bus? No, what? no, 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 no. 1996 Olympian. She she landed the vault after she had hurt her ankle. Oh, that's her. Oh, you know okay. what? I'm, I was doing some research. Now, I, I, for me, for for a moment for our country, that was huge. Sure. Like, I mean, it, and she's not she's not a physical specimen as far as an athlete. You're talking about a gymnast, right? But she had hurt her ankle on the, the rotation before and did the final rotation. She landed the vault nine seven one two, clinching the gold medal. 
What's interesting in my research, it says, unfortunately, the story was better than the reality. It says, without Strug taking the final vault, the U.S. would have still won the competition by point three zero nine points. <laughs> so we, she was literally unnecessary. <laughs> but the fact that it was unnecessary, she still did it and basically jeopardized her career for it. It's a baller move. It is. And any reason I can shout USA... I mean, you're talking the Olympics bring out the crazy sports fanatic in me. For sure. When I am losing my mind over girls gymnasts. Yeah. For our country, right? Or like luge or um curling. Yeah. Even, even figure skating. You know, I am I'm a homer when it comes to the US. And for me an Olympic moment, as far as a female Olympic moment, it's just the first one that came to my mind. I had I thought Serena Williams for sure. And um, man, there's some really there's some good soccer athletes. I don't want to mention names because I don't want to take James if he has one there. Um, but um, he may have a surfer in there. He already referenced one. So Carrie Strug. All right. And James. she did a, a heck of an SNL skit on it too. It was really funny. So James, your last pick. Well, since you guys caught me off guard with this uh, the female <laughs> pick, I'm going to go completely random here. Yes. Um, we are going with Olivia Pritchard. Pritchardo. Sorry, Olivia. Olivia, sorry, sorry Olivia is for sure listening. So, y'all know who she after is? my comments, no. after my comments, every no. woman stopped listening. To this podcast. I think I've actually <laughs> mentioned her before in the podcast. Okay, she's the first female to make an appearance in NCAA Division One baseball game. That's cool. Ha- happened this year in Brown. Uh, she plays for the Browns, um, Brown University. Baseball oh, team. Yeah. That's exciting. That yeah. ties back in Jim Brown. How about that? Yeah. Look at that. Who didn't make our Mount Rushmore, by the way. He didn't. No disrespect. You know, when I sent that text to that, we were we text sometimes about top five, and Mount Rushmore is an easy one. I'd like it to be a little harder, and we don't do a lot of hot takes. We don't do a lot of controversial topics. Um, so having this, this conversation in there, I mean, it's obviously no one's delusional enough to think that Men's and women's um, sports is the same thing, but we're a delusional society right now where there's some confusion about it. Sure. I think, obviously, male, male sports is a different level of contact and ability and different things, but it's no disrespect to what female athletes do, and there's yeah. some incredible ones out there. Amia Hamm, um, man, you talk about Sue Bird, some of these basketball Yeah, Diana Taurasi. Um, Stewie, what's her name? Um, Brianna Stewart. I mean, she dropped 40-something the other day for – um, the New York Liberty. So there's some really good athletes out there. It's fun to watch. Ooh, I should have put that chick from Iowa on there. Chick Clark. from Iowa. Yeah, I already forgot. Her <laughs> so we probably yeah, need to fine. have a we probably need to have a pregame conversation. We talk about female athletes. No, and I use Reese. the word chick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think that the reality is, I you you watch these commentators and they talk about people needing to support women's sports more often. Or they, or like, why don't why don't they get paid the same? Why is there this, yeah. there's this disparity? And for those individuals that say those things, I want to I would love for them to come up with a Mount Rushmore of five female athletes. And when it's difficult for them to come up with names, I want to say, there you go. I think it's without less going difficult. to Google. Like you got to support. Like they need to. If you're going to complain about it, yeah. Like like me as a as a sports fan for baseball, I have like twenty St. Louis Cardinal baseball hats. For those people that are saying, well, why aren't these female athletes making more? How many New York Liberty jerseys do you own? How, how much merch are you buying? How many games have you been to? Who's their, who's their six man or six woman? I guess that's how you would say that. Like, how do you, like, give me reasons as to, like, what you're doing to support the team. Yeah, don't boast it and yeah, then not be about it. Exactly. Like, yeah. And you see that often. There was an, uh, there was an Australian 
um, uh, newscast on, and it was one guy and three women talking about why there's no one supporting the women's rugby team. And the male reporter was like, I'll tell you why they're not making as much money, or I'll tell you why. He's like, uh, when's the last match that you've been to? Yeah. And they were like, well, I don't know. And he goes, no, no, better yet, why don't you tell me who they're playing tonight? <laughs> and they're like, uh, and I'm like, but you can't because you don't support them the way that, that that you say that we should be. Who's the? Um, oh, I can't believe I've forgotten this. Who's the girl that was detained in Russia? Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Even her home debut wasn't a sellout, and people were losing their minds. It's like it's yeah. still, it still has to be a sport that people are going to pay money to go see. Yes. And so you, there are some incredible athletes of all time. I think I can name five: Lindsey Vaughn, Jackie Joyner, Kersey. You know, you got some really good players. Um, those Katie mm-hmm. Ledecky. There's some. There's some really. Some some really good athletes, Olympic yeah. athletes out there, but it is a different conversation, and maybe there. I'm sure in a different other side of the mirror, a different universe. Mm-hmm. There's a three women sitting in a room doing a podcast about still Mount same. Rushmore, and they're like, "We'll include a guy," and, yeah. and I'm all about it. So that's good. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yep. Um, I would I, say this is probably one of the tougher ones to pick. There were so many. I didn't even yeah. have a baseball person on there, but I had so many lists that I was like, I couldn't. I can't even pick right like now. Like we, nobody picked Barry Bonds. Nobody picked Mark McGuire or yeah. um, Yogi Bear or Lou Gehrig. I mean, there's a bunch you could have gone with. Cy Young. Um, we mentioned tennis player. Yes. I had Nadal. Um, Federer's on there. Obviously, Djokovic, who's still playing. I mean, Nadal's record of 112 and three at the French Open is one of the most outrageous records of all time. I mean, time even the people tennis. you don't—Cal Ripken, Derek Jeter, like, yeah. Just, it, I mean, Pete Maravich in college. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, LeBron James. Nobody said Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, like, yeah. There's so many. Yeah. Hey, quick updates on the Caleb's. We oh, talked yeah, about the, yeah, the guys yeah. biking from Virginia Beach to Lapush, Washington. Lance Armstrong. Um, athletes, they said they listened to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, actually, I contacted both fathers Ooh. of these boys and said, hey, where are they at? How are they doing? I got a couple messages while we were in this. So nice. one said, um, Chris Lowe, that's Caleb Lowe's dad, said they spent the day yesterday in D.C. back on the road. And then Steve Williams, shout out to Steve Williams, a new friend of mine on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He said, um, quick update there in Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. Okay. So they've, they've stayed at like a professor, um, you know, someone's house there, um, people that they know. Um, but they definitely appreciate the prayers and the, the support. They really appreciated a couple of ministers meeting and having lunch, brunch with them, brunch to lunch, I guess. Yeah. And um, so really cool thing. You talk about feats of athleticism. Um, I think I made the comment, um, sometimes ignorance is our greatest ally when it comes to trying to achieve a goal. Right. And if you think about all the things, you'll talk yourself out of it. And these guys just said, let's not talk ourselves out of it. Let's go for it. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, how about sure. the, uh, the directional aspect there? Are they know they're going north? Well, they got to get there somehow. So they'll go north, and then <laughs> they'll go. They'll get up north into like Akron and Cleveland, and then they'll come across Chicago, oh, okay. come back up, and they basically just go north or go west straight from there. I was going to say D.C. and then west, like we're zigzagging here. So part of that is there's a greenway from like here to Richmond, yeah, and this is like appropriate bike bike riding, friendly paths, yeah, bike yeah. friendly paths. Okay, um, so evidently Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> Chicago, there's bike fin- friendly paths through there as well, okay, which yeah. would blow my mind. But there are green sp- greenway spaces throughout those spaces. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, hey, this has been a good one. This is actually like one of the longest ones we've ever done, um, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, you know, and maybe we got some hot takes in there. I'd love to know what your all's thoughts are on like women's sports and if it's supported enough or if our, you know, if I'm, I mean, I'm obviously a little bit more passionate. Like, let me know if I'm wrong. I'm cool with that. Please tell me. 
text me. I'm not going to give you my phone number, but you can email me, and which I'm. <laughs> you can find on the internet so um all right hey thank you guys so much for joining us this week and uh, hopefully you join us next week too have a good one